places in five. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Places in Five with Fishman and Liz. How are you today, everyone? And Fishman, how are you? Fantastic. A glorious spring day. Really? Here in sunny California. Yes, indeed. That's right, because it's officially spring as of yesterday. Yes, yes. And everything is green here with all the rain that's been had. So it, it's uh, it's good. And actually, the the weather's warming up. Yeah, you guys have had some rain, I heard from someone. Yeah, they, I, I mean, I don't have the point of comparison, but everybody has been remarkably verbal about how rainy it's been and how unique that is. And it's mm-hmm. not typical at all. Yeah, because, we're, well, we're having a lot of rain here today in New York City. So yesterday was nice. Today is rainy and yucky and windy and chilly, but that's all right. We're headed in the right direction. Why is, why is weather such a, like a unifying, like oh. we love talking about the weather. It's so funny how people bond over that as a way into a conversation. And, and it's, you know what, it's the, um, it's the always go to elevator chat. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And at work, when people are just hanging around talking, they're like, oh, wow, you know what? At least it's okay or it's getting better. I know when I meet clients, sometimes we always talk about weather um, when they're coming in and I'm walking them down the hall. So it's very funny. I'm kind of, I, I laugh at that. It's true. I, I don't know what it is. It's safe. It is. It is totally safe. And um, everybody has an opinion about it. But it's an opinion that uh, wouldn't, it's not offensive. Like you can, because so much of the time when people share the way they feel about something, their opinion, especially at the moment, it, everything seems so hot. Mm-hmm. So it's like people so instantly disagree rather than listening, I guess. And uh, But whether you can't really get that way about. But it is amazing. It's like if, uh, if we say right now it's raining, we won't get into an argument about how thick the raindrops are. We just accept that it's raining. No, I think, I think the raindrops that are hitting the the pain right now near where I'm sitting are very thick and I'm, I'm a little disturbed by it. And I completely support you in your observation of that. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder if there's anybody out there who would argue with you about whether that was what you were experiencing. Some crazy person would, but actually speaking of weather, I, I do have to say, I love the sound. One of my favorite sounds of all time is rain. Yeah. I'm right with you. I don't know why. I just love it. I think a lot of people like it. Just just the sound when I'm home and I'm all cozy. So lately I've been putting in my earbuds and going to sleep with some meditation rain sounds and it's delightful. Is it a noise machine that has lots of selections? No, it's not a noise machine. It's, um, it's on my, it's an app, you know, it's like oh, okay. on my different podcasts. It's actually a podcast that's meditation, but it's meditation sounds as opposed to, okay, lay back. Go to sleep. So it's an app, and do you listen to it on yep. headphones or do you no, listen my to earbuds. it out loud? And then do you fall asleep with your earbuds in? Yeah, I do. And then I wake up and I take them off. And you're all right with that? Yeah, what the heck? I mean, they're not that bad. That doesn't interfere with your sleeping. Like it keeps you in this kind of a foggy sleep where you're like, I really know that I should take out my headphones and put them away, or they're wrapped around me now and they're in my way. Like you don't have that. Well, they're earbuds. They're um no, they're um that's why I love them. They're the the Apple ones. I know they just pull right out, but they oh, can I get twisted them. around your body or your arm or your leg or something. It'd be really uncomfortable. I'm a very, I, I move around a lot in my sleep. So Wait, what are you talking about? There's no wire involved. Oh, it's, you're talking about buds. wireless ones. Yeah, mama, come on now. Get with the program. Uh, the, those I'm little. Still in the dark yeah. ages. I've 
I have wires all over the place. Right. No. And that's exactly right. Normally I would never do it, but I have the little, the, what are they called? Buds. Pods. Pods. Let me ask you, how long does the battery last on that? Because that's why I'm so scared that they're going to run out on me and then I need a cable anyway. So They run forever because the little case they come in charges them. Yeah, but what if I'm hiking and I can't, I don't have any power? Nope. They last a long time. Very long time. Really? When you've charged the case and you put the things in and you take them out and then you put them back in. And, and how's the quality of the it's sound? It's awesome. I I got to tell you. Okay. So so then, okay, I think Apple should um, should jump on this podcast. But uh, no, I, okay. So here's my opinion about them. I always looked at people and thought they looked absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I, th- I think you and I even talked about this once, like how just silly they look yes. kind of sticking in your, out of your ears. Yes. Um, but beyond that, I, I got them for a gift and I think they're probably one of the best gifts I've ever gotten just because practicality wise or practically wise, I don't know what the right word is. I use them every day. Uh-huh. I use them every single day. Yeah. Right, because yeah. you have, and so the quality is good, and they stay in your ear okay through the. Yep. Do you wear them in the subway and everything? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep, yep, yep. No problem at all. So, I think they're the best, and I, I, I just, I adore them. So that's why when they're in my ear, when I'm laying on my pillow, listening to this stuff at night, and then you know I usually fall asleep and wake up, and I just pull them out and put them right next to my bed night my nightstand, and it's not a big deal. Wow, that sounds very exciting. Oh, you got, you got, you got to get them. Wow. Yeah. Do so it. I still I still do the I still have cables for everything. Like when I talk to Austin, Austin wears them and he and I don't think he sounds so great. I don't think that the mic the microphone is so wonderful on that. That's true. Probably on phone calls, it's not always as crystal clear. Maybe as the wire or it, I maybe it depends on where you are. I don't know, or what's the background noise. Because that was my concern. My concern was the quality of the phone call is so not good. I couldn't imagine that music would sound good. No, they do. It does. And then what's great is you just tap the darn thing and to answer calls or to stop the music. Mm. Or you pull it out of your ear and it stops wow. the music or the podcast you're listening to. That's pretty ingenious. It's crazy. It's 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 awesome. I love it. I love them. And I do have the wire ones too, but um which I will totally use as well. But the these are just really great. You'll you'll love them. I know you. You're a techie guy. You love little gadgety things. You'll love them. Yeah, I love technology. I love living in this age where we're where things are just happening that are just unbelievable. All, every day. Yeah, it's cool. I just wish we could keep up with it because it's so hard. So much stuff to learn. It's just overwhelming. Well, you know what I I know, but that that seems like that's the go to response. But I'm certainly coming around to accept that there isn't getting to everything, and you whatever you get to enjoy that, and that's good. You know, because why? Like we were talking about this last time. I was thinking that we spend too much time worrying about what we didn't get to. Like, oh my God, there's all that content out there and all, it's all these shows I keep getting recommended. And I, I, of course I can't get to them, but when I get the chance to watch something that I really enjoy, I got to watch something I really enjoy. I mean, that's the nice thing. You never have to watch something that's crap. Agreed. Right. No pressure. Just do what you want to do. Right? Yes. Have you ever heard of a guy named Simon Sinek? Yeah. I'm sure you have. Just keep asking why or whatever the book is. It was years ago I read it. Yeah. Oh, start with why. Start, yeah. And not only, and he's got the TED Talk as well, right? Right. It's a, You did the TED Talk. It's at start with why, and then it's the find your why. Once you find that out, all decisions are towards that end. Yes, so exactly. So it makes it much easier. Yeah. So what's your, what's your why? What's your one why? Well, see, okay. So 
actually, I need, I'm going to need you to work on some of this because he says you should really get a friend, not a spouse, not a family member, a friend who knows you, probably, preferably for a long time. Um, and then there's certain questions that you can work through with your friend. Okay, it's time, yeah. So I don't know. A lot of my why is mostly it drills. I guess it comes down to wanting to help others. So why, why do you, why do you, why do you want to help I others? Know, just because I, I too need that and wanted that, I guess, as a young person and making people understand and feel loved and cared for and wanted. Yeah. What's your why? Or what do you think your why is? I think my why ultimately must be is I want people to tell me that I'm great. Oh, Jesus. I think that's my why. If I have to be completely honest and I drill it all down, like I love to perform. I love to get up in front of people. I like to tell stories. I want to move people. Um, I want to make them laugh. And then, but ultimately I want them to be, it is to acknowledge me at the end and say, that was awesome. You're fantastic at that. Okay. And I don't know why I have that, but that's just, to be honest, I think that's my why. But that's not your why though. That's not my why? I don't think so. I really think if if you figure all this out, it really will help bring so much clarity in terms of what you need to do to help you get what you want. So here's another funny thing. Here's a good, a funny actor, old school actor topic. Do you remember answering services? Of course, yes, and pagers. Yeah, well, pagers were one thing, but answering services specifically for those who don't know. And actually, Brooke and I were talking about it last night. We, I, I don't even know how we got on the topic of it. How it feels like a million years ago, yeah. and how yeah. ridiculous it is now in with the cell phone generation, right? Yeah. That we had answering services that you as actors, we all had one. Now there was either a live answering person yep. or sometimes just an answering machine and an agent or whoever it was or manager or whoever was trying to get in touch with you would call that number. You had your service number on all your pictures, resumes, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Right. And then people would leave a message and the you would call into the service and either talk right. to the live person to pick up your messages or listen to your messages because basically we weren't giving out our home phone numbers. And it was almost, it was the answering machines of the time, I guess. Yep. Isn't mine was two one two eight seven four fifty three hundred. 874 5300 No. Yeah, that oh my. my. That was my service. And I paid the, the name extra. Of it? Uh, I don't know. I got to, that would be amazing to figure out. Um, I got to figure out mine. I, and then I remember paying extra for the pager service, which was if somebody called in and left a message for you, then you got page to call in. So you didn't have to always just call in every hour and make yourself neurotic. You could call in when there was something to call in to get. Oh, so, that makes me laugh so hard and how excited you would get yeah, when you got that so page. Excited. It was so <laughs> Oh my God. Oh. You almost like had a heart attack kind of excitement. Like like the yeah. world stopped and it was like, I have to find a phone. <laughs> oh right, God. because we didn't have we just couldn't call on our cell phones. Right. We had to 
call from somewhere. Yep. Oh my God. And then when I got my first cell phone, that big, like oh. big gray brick of a phone oh. made of just the cheapest plastic. And it was just fantastic. And, and why we didn't use, like, I guess that was almost, I mean, it has to be the same time that answering machines were all the rage, right? Yes, of course. We all had answering machines at home. And then of course the answering service was something actors kind of had separate because it had a professionalness to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know people who would sometimes call, they've had live services and the people lost their messages or, you know, they wouldn't answer or something stupid like that. But that was supposed to be more uh, a better option because it was a live person answering the phone instead of somebody just leaving a message, right? But basically, we're having a separate answering machine from our home answering machine because it was, you didn't give people your home number, I guess, right? Is that why we did it? Yeah, I guess it was all about speed. In order to conduct business quickly, there was this middleman that was taking messages because there was always someone live to write it down mm -hmm. and didn't rely on you checking answering machine. Yeah. Or the fact that in case your answering machine, like God forbid, you lost power in your apartment and your yeah. answering machine did. I mean, I don't know. I think people build a, a certain hyperactivity into their industry. I, it was a big deal. I remember I had that was one of my. Um, my bills, really, when I first came to New York. And I, I was thinking, actually, Brooke said hers was bells are ringing. Oh, God, that's what it was. Bells are ringing. No, really? Yes, no. that's what it was. That's what it was. That's oh. exactly what it was. Oh, oh God. I guess I, I guess that was a big popular one. Oh, I know there course. used to be ads in backstage. Uh-huh. Of course. Oh my God. Does it, I don't remember mine. I totally have to do some research and look it up. The fact that you remember your number is crazy pants. Yeah, That's just crazy. It up you should call it. You should totally call it. I'm sure it's not a number anymore, but um, does anybody even have an answering service anymore? I mean, I guess doctor. Oh, you know what doctors do? Doctors do. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do. Cause sometimes you'll call and they'll say, Oh, like after hours answering services, that you can call and leave a message for your doctor and then they page them, I guess. So there you go. So that, that whole old school science still exists. That is like, it, it feels like eight lifetimes ago, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's certainly, it's, it's, it's not something that's in the active imagination. And then just bringing this up is like conjuring up all kinds of memories and, yeah. and just tall sense memories. I mean, I just remember being on the streets of New York and, and, and I, I, I'm having the association of when I got my first cell phone, how amazing that was. And I no longer had to worry about finding a phone in order to return a call. Mm -hmm. And then when my answering service then was able to call me directly on the phone and not, oh. and I didn't need a pager anymore, that was a big deal. And then finally, I think I got to the point where I was like, well, I'm carrying around a phone all the time and it has a built-in answering service that's just voicemail. Exactly. I don't need to pay this extra that's anymore right. for an answering service that maybe gets like two messages a year. Um, and that's I'm right. paying $15 they killed a that month industry. or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It killed it. Yeah, I know. Well, and then and I think cell phones, you used to have to pull, do you remember, you used to have to pull up the antenna. Yeah, you had to pull up the antenna, the little rubber antenna. I love that yeah. thing, yeah. So yeah, no, they were metal, I think, at first, and then they became like these rubberized antennas, and they were flat, and 
and then they have then they I think then they became the folding ones, right? Almost uh-huh. like the uh, Spock things or in Star Trek, you know, like the right. you would flip it open. And and the interesting thing about that though, do you know that the they're bringing phone? that back? They're bringing back that yeah, flip phone cell phones with these screens like that you can fold. Yes, the I saw the folding screen, but I didn't know if it's gonna how if it's supposed yes, to flip open yes. or you still have to use two hands to open it, like to make it a bigger tablet. Well, I think it, it's the same principle. Whether you it actually flips. I mean, most of the time you had a. I don't know many people who flip their actual phone open. They, you know, you opened it with two hands. But oh, but the was, flip phone is great. Folded. I don't know if you ever watched the show Gotham. There's something retro about it. Like they have old cars, but they have flip phones. And uh, it's so great to see the flip phone in use. It makes so much sense whenever they pull out their flip phones. It's so comfortable to see the microphone kind of sticking out in front of your mouth kind of thing, as opposed to, you know, the way it is now, like the microphone's in your little earbud. You don't even need to hold the phone to your head. Right. It's funny. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay. Right. But, but the fact that, you know, the whole flip phone was so when we see them still, we're like, wow, again, it goes, it just shows you how much has changed in a short amount of time. And obviously, you know, young people don't even have any reference to this, Um, but it's cool. I mean, just the advancement and trying to remember the old, you know, it's like headshots are still around, but it's still kind of very old school headshots to me. Sure. I mean, you still need to have them taken so that yeah. then you could have it online. But the physical exchange of headshots is so passe. It happens, yeah. where, you know, very rarely. Right. Uh, and um, yeah, but it's still important to have with you because, you know, and it's a lot of cast directors I talk to say that they still like them. Like when they're when they've whittled it down to, you know, a handful of people, they like having the pictures you know, something to still physically interact with. Yep. Yep. It's the actor's, the, the actor's life, the actor's life. And you're living it, Fishman, you're going for it. So, and I'm still uh-huh. working on my why. So you're going to help me get to my damn why. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I would like to hear more about you challenging me around my, I just want to be told I'm great thing, but. Uh, well, okay. So everybody here who's listening, please dial in. We don't have a dial in, but please dial in and tell Fishman he's great. You know what? Give us a thumbs up. That's a goal. That a goal of mine is to figure out how to turn this into a dial-in show. Because oh. I would love to take calls. Wouldn't you love to take calls? Okay, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna work on calls. We can do that, and or we can actually have somebody join us. Well, we're, we already talked about. We're gonna have some guests, and I think everyone should just again go straight to Fishman's why that he just wants glory and uh, love and adoration. That's all he ever wants. I think so. He yeah. stated it cl- very clearly in this podcast. So I won't deny get on it. it. Get on yeah. it, people, Fishman. Well, I, you certainly have my uh, admiration. Thank you. Thank you. you. As I have yours, but you don't really care about that. That doesn't. That oh, I don't give it. It's not important to me. It was never about the money. and It was never about the adoration, even though I'm sure some people probably say that's, that's BS. But um, I don't know. I, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still still a work in progress. Yeah, I can't. I just keep, I, as I try to peel back all those layers, I, that's my very shallow want. <laughs> okay. It's okay to be shallow. As a matter of fact, that's the big song in Star is Born, isn't it? Shallow. Shallow, shallow, yeah. shallow. Da, da, da. 
a big song. It's very, very adoring and, and beautiful. Um, yeah, but you're not shallow. You're not a shallow person. So that's interesting. It's, you know what? I'm going to have to think about that because you're not a shallow person at all. Yet you're, that's fun. That's funny. Hmm. This is definitely a therapy session. I hope you're laying down on a couch. <laughs> we need to get you on the couch. I should be. I, I feel metaphorically I'm there. So get, get thee yeah. to the couchery. Um, all right. Well, Fishman, um, I've, I've got to, I've got to wrap it up cause I got to go do some thinking about my why. <laughs> okay. All, all right. right. So, um, we'll, we'll chat again soon. Of course. We're as always. Chat again soon. I don't have anything new to report. Nothing nope. is going to be exceptionally new on any of my social media or my, my website. So, but, uh, that'll change for next week. That's right. And what about Same you? Here. Anything cooking? Nope. No, just working on uh, figuring out what, uh, you know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, oh, that should be our new song on the way out. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. All right. Okay. So, um, so what are we going to do now next time? And okay. See you.